All right, welcome to Could Be Fun. I am your host, Leslie Bang, broadcasting from Boise, Idaho. And I am here today with another fellow comedian out of Boise. Go ahead and introduce yourself. My name is Josh Price. How's it going? So, Josh, what did you pick for us today? We went and played Top <laughs> I want it to be noted for posterity. That when we played the I don't like where this is going. I don't like where this is going already. I'm going to correct the record as soon as she's done talking. So when you go to Top Golf, the creators of Angry Bird are geniuses. Whoever's idea this was to incorporate Angry Birds at Top Top Golf, because even you were like, "Oh, I'm going to go download this game now." I'm getting angry. So I think it's made for kids. I'm going to guess. Because it was the only one I was good at today. <laughs> yeah, you beat me three times in a row to three, close it out. I was just coasting times. the whole time. And then at the end, I was just like, oh, cool. I've lost three times in a row. I want to go home. Uh, again, I think uh, the fact that it's catered towards kids uh, worked towards to No, yeah. Advantage. It's apparently good shots. are like, oh, no, that's not what That's not going to do. Yeah. No, way too far. Just way too far. Ship it 15 feet and we'll give you 10,000 points. <laughs> It was beautiful, Ugh. but when we played real top golf, I did not fare as well. <laughs> I I chose top golf because I just wanted to make a point that I am for some reason really good at games, um, and I think I'd like to open that challenge to any comic to Whoa. any game. Whoa! Um, let's do it. Wow. Okay, so you really like playing games. What's your favorite game? My Board f- game. My favorite board game. I really like Stratego. Oh, I like love Stratego. Such a, like, nobody liked Stratego. Like, <laughs> like, none of my siblings would ever play it with oh. me. Just like, but I, I really like Stratego growing up. Um, I've spent a lot of time playing, like, Monopoly on the iPhone when it first came out. <laughs> like, had a lot of fun doing that. Um, I don't really like the app ones because I do like the element of being able to cheat a little bit at most games. Mm, like you're this. one of those. It, I mean, openly, not really, but I am a sneaky little fella. So. <laughs> you, like, play the game Clue and, like, stick a card up your sleeve? Yeah, no, absolutely. that's, like, part of it. Like, I, I, I'm i good at games. Charm. I also know some card tricks because, like, you know, I used to shark people at school when I was a little kid. <laughs> so you said siblings. How many siblings do you have? I'm the youngest of six. Oh, six. Yeah, wow. baby, which makes me the favorite. Yeah, obviously. I'm the youngest yeah. of four. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the favorite, though. <laughs> no. Who's got you beat? What happened? Um, that's a good question. Like, both of my sisters are uh, better daughters. <laughs> that's one way to do it. So, you know. But I'm, I'm probably more of a favorite than my brother is, so I got that going for me. That's true. I, I just, like, am such a swell guy that it is natural <laughs> for me to be the favorite of my family. Um, I hope none of them listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ditto. <laughs> I think, like, as a little kid, I was probably the favorite because, like, apparently all I did was just, like, smile and uh, be happy-go-lucky and look cute. So I know. If I ever have kids, I'm, like, screwed because for some reason I was such a polite little gentleman of a child, <laughs> like, just folding my hands on my lap for no reason just like no I'm listening intently <laughs> and I was, for some reason I have a feeling like if I have a kid it's like oh no I'm not gonna get that back it's gonna did be you like, have like one sibling who was like really hard like I know you weren't around for it but like family lore 
<laughs> you have a sibling that was like really hard to raise. <laughs> Uh, we we all had our quirks, you know, yeah. and uh, we were all all over the place. Like I was the only one in my family who really like played sports. Okay. So like my uh, grand, my parents were always kind of like with me because like taking me. You had to, to go places, yeah. But uh, so in my family, my brother was born. He's the oldest, and then two and a half later, two and a half years later, she had my sister Katie. And then she was so hard. <laughs> but there's a four-year gap until my next sister. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of... What's funny is, like, all of my siblings are kind of, like, in a group, like, age-wise. Like, mm. one, one, one. Like, one year apart. Oh, okay. And then I'm, like, five years later. Oh, and so okay. they were, like, a little unit that could, like, kind of yes. pick on me, you know? But uh, but then you were, like, cute and the youngest. Yeah, and... just just overall just so great. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, actually, no, my oldest sister, like, if my brothers ever, like, teamed up on me in any sense, like, my older sister would just, like, lay the hammer down. <laughs> I remember wanting to play the Sega Genesis, and they wouldn't let me, and I'd go tell my sister, and she'd come down and just, like, rip the cord out of the wall. <laughs> and, uh, you know, like, now growing up, I was like, oh, man, I was like, that's really spoiled of right. me. But I was like, at the time, I was like, yeah, no, this, no, this feels right. Yeah. yeah, no, the leader of this group is saying that it's my turn. <laughs> That is what is true. Yeah, I uh, was remembering recently, my oldest sister was babysitting me, and I said something awful to her. Like, I know I was being a brat, so she washed my mouth out with soap. (laughs) That's a good babysitter right there. So then my mom comes home, and I got in no trouble. (laughs) But my sister sure did, (laughs) and I'm sure I deserved it. I'll tell you about a great babysitter I had. It was probably when I was, like, like, 10 years old. And uh, I always played sports, so most of my friends were from sports, like, not from the school I was going to. Okay. And uh, one summer, my parents just, like, dropped me off at one of my best friend's houses every single day in the morning. I was there until evening. They'd pick me up and uh, had a great time. Like, one of the best childhood summers you could ask for. (laughs) And then at the end of the summer, um, they were talking to this, like, teenage girl, and they, like, gave her money. And when we went to the car, I was like, who was that? Like, why did you pay that girl? And they're like, that was your babysitter this summer. <laughs> I had never seen her. That whole, I literally thought I was just there hanging out with my other Oh my buddy. gosh, we that's hilarious. Running wild around the neighborhood. <laughs> we had no supervision. And then my parents were like, no, that was your babysitter this summer. Are you like, Obviously. did you get hit on the head or something? <laughs> I was like, I have never seen that girl in my life. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. And, but again, I had a great summer. Well, yeah, yeah it sounds amazing. <laughs> Uh, I won't expose you for where you grew up. Um, we'll just say that you moved here from Montana. Okay, now this sounds suspicious. <laughs> I don't have any open warrants. I'm not using an alias. Um, I'm just Californian. <laughs> I know, but in Idaho, that's, I mean, you, yeah. it's better to be a felon. Well, that's true. I did learn how to fight before I moved here, so that was really beneficial. Yeah, what is it you, what martial art do you partake uh, in? Kung fu. Uh jiu-jitsu <laughs> <laughs> how long have you been doing that uh probably about four years like save for like a covid break um okay but i also like wrestled for, okay like, my life so i've kind of been doing grappling for, is like, that like the main sport you did was wrestling? no actually if you like the main sport of my life that like probably weaved throughout the whole thing was baseball oh okay like, that was like a huge family sport we were huge Giants fans growing up yeah I saw games. you wearing a Giants yeah no, and that's that's <laughs> like that's always been the sport like if there's one that I could like talk stats over 
It's That's like, the one. It's about baseball. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, and what's funny is I, I played a ton of sports growing up, just like kind of all of them. And uh, I remember maybe sophomore year of high school, I decided I didn't want to play football anymore. Okay. And uh, my dad was so upset. He's like, <laughs> you're going to feel so stupid when your friends are wearing their jerseys on Friday at school. And I'm like, I, don't want to, I just don't want to play, like, play no, football. I'm, I'm 115 pounds. Like, I'm not having fun doing this. And uh, he's like, your mom's going to be pissed. And I went to my mom, and she, like, absolutely didn't care, but she's like, but if you quit from baseball, I'm like, you're dead to me, dude. Like... <laughs> Let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. No, well, like, my parents with, like, baseball from, like, that was probably my first sport, like, t-ball, and I just, like, yeah. played it all my life, and my parents were super involved. Like, my dad was always one of the coaches to the point where, like, my mom was, like, the president of the league by the time I was, like, 12, just because we were there so constantly. So yeah, yeah. I just had a lot of time spent, like, being dirty on baseball fields uh they had a little marble pit next to it so i got to see like fist fights really early between just kids fighting over marbles oh it's like, awesome. yeah. like what does marble pit mean <laughs> i was like oh you mean marbles yeah no, they're playing for keeps out there and they're just seeing little seven-year-olds throw hands like, yeah, <laughs> but uh yeah i had dirty fingernails as a kid so. that's the way to do it man i uh it was interesting talking to another Boise comedian the other day, Jack Wheeler. He was talking about, because you're, what, 31? Is that what you said? Yeah. Um, but Jack was saying, like, they've never not had social media. They've never not had the internet. Yeah. <laughs> like, so crazy. Like, well, well, like I, we had an age of innocence where, like, these things, we had a little time period before. My early childhood, obviously, there's like nothing. Yeah. I do think because it was like so new in my childhood that like I had a computer unsupervised way too early. Yeah. I didn't know what I right. was doing. <laughs> and then uh, just, uh, I mean, that really develops you as like a kid just like seeing this. I was looking at the crazy shit on the internet, but still, like, just, you find some crazy stuff when you're just trying to look up cheat codes for The Sims when you're 12, you know? Just like, what? You can, you can turn off the pixelation? This is crazy. But yeah, that is, like, where my mom would see the red flag with the computer. Not, like, what I was looking at. It's just, like, the way I was playing The Sims. She was just like, are you supposed to just, like, lock them in a room and light them on fire? Is that the point of this game? I was like, yeah, it's The Sims. You have free will, Mom. That's kind of the point. Like, you just like, don't get gaming. Do? Yeah. So you want me to no, leave them in the a... swimming pool with no ladder? I do that, too, sometimes. It's not a red flag at all. Yeah. <laughs> What did you do as a child? I locked video game characters in houses. Yeah, well, that is a new era of gaming. <laughs> that you is know, true. Just, you didn't know you could do that back then. That's true. So I'm terrible at video games. Like, growing up, all we ever had was an Atari. And then we got a computer pretty early. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I can't play video games. I have a PlayStation and a Switch, and I'm just terrible at both of them. <laughs> it's like... My parents, it, in my head, like, you think about it when you're a kid, like, my parents seemed pretty out of the loop with, like, what was, like, cool or, like, what was modern, but somehow they were always, like, so locked in on, like, the newest video game mm. stuff to where we were always, like, oh, shit, I, can't, I didn't even know you knew that existed, let alone, like, you got a hold of one. Wow. Us, so, like, and it, again, I had it, two older brothers in the yeah. house, so, like, we just had to... 
all of us had to like pick a system basically just yeah like each one of us was going to play for eight hours a day. you can't really like share like it's not super nintendo okay you play two player but just like it at that point it's just like well i want to play madden you want to yeah. play tekken like this is just and so i always gamed a lot as a kid but as an adult like you take two years off just because like oh, it's wild, I'm, like, just uh, working and I don't have time for this, or, like, my I, I'm not paying for good enough internet, and you, like, go back in, and it's just like, oh, this has passed me by. Like, yeah. it's just, like, oh, I, I used to I used to be pretty good at games. I could play online, and now I go, and just, like, little 11-year-olds are cursing at me and making <laughs> me feel bad. And I was like, I, you're, how are you moving so fast? I don't understand. Like, could they slow this game down? Like, this is, this is not I fair. It's it's passed me by. That's why like everyone plays this game like Fortnite. Yeah. Like I I can't even touch it just because like I have a hard enough time if I'm playing against another person and we're just trying to shoot each other. But then when this person is like building a tower and I was like, oh, how do I reload? And it's just like it's just not fun. It's like this this kid's username has like it's like Cody Rocks seventeen. I was like, oh, he's five. Cool. Like. So bad I'm losing to this yeah. kid. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting mad just thinking about that. Uh, so what? Okay, so if you had like a a full day off, what? And you could just play video games. What video games would you play? Oh, I like I could really lock myself in a room and play Grand Theft Auto. Oh, okay. Like so really like I have a very clear memory of when I was probably like 13 years old, and I just like had to have been Christmas break because I played that game for probably like 80 <laughs> hours straight just like my brain was fried and my parents were like we're gonna go eat and uh forced me to get out of the house and I sat down in the car and I wanted to like look behind the driveway and in my head I like I reached down to push like the buttons on the controller and I was like oh my god like I'm outside <laughs> this is the real world <laughs> yeah. and uh, I do like Grand Theft Auto, just, like, it, it's also, it is dangerous, because sometimes I'll play, and they made it so you could go, like, first person, so it's, like, oh, uh-huh. point of view, yes. and, like, I'll play it with a VR set, and then I'll play oh, it for geez. a few hours, and then I'll go out in public, and I was like, oh, I, I don't think I should be around people right now, actually, <laughs> like, this is... I'm not quite yeah, ready for no, this. I was like, I actually feel a little dangerous right now. Just, <laughs> yeah. Getting your gun out. <laughs> Driving crazy. <laughs> uh, I'm so bad at games where you have to stay on a road. <laughs> I cannot do it. Well, I just rode in a car with you, Leslie. No, <laughs> there's probably a connection to how bad I am at golf and road games. Like something about like depth perception. I don't. I, I'm good at hobbies and size. Just like, oh, this is so useful. I wish I was good at math. Right. Like, just... <laughs> That would be nice. Yeah, no. Okay, so big hobby you have is comedy. Yes. Um, when did you start? I started getting up in August, right when I moved here. And okay. Haven't stopped. Haven't stopped. Yeah. So you're telling me you've been to almost every single open mic since then. I've missed a, a handful. So like you've heard so much bad comedy. I'm very impressed. What? <laughs> open yeah. mics are rough. I'm actually anxious, you know, uh, to host on Mondays in February at Max oh, Week nice. just because it's like oh you have to watch everybody's set yeah like right there and it's just like yeah you can't oh, leave it's no. like I don't know if I, I 
I've been to every open mic, but I take smoke breaks. You know, <laughs> like, just... Yeah, there's no breaks. <laughs> okay, so what's been... Um, well, why did you want to get into comedy? You know, I kind of got dragged into it, in by... a sense, by my friend. Just because, like, I... I've said this before, but, like, people who know me personally, like, think it's weird when they find out I do comedy. Yeah. Because I'm not, like, an attention-seeking person. Okay. I have worked, like, I used to do video production, and mm-hmm. I, I've worked with a lot of people, but I've always explicitly been, like, you could use an alias for me, I don't need my picture associated yeah. with this. Like, I'm behind the camera, and I'm happy to do this. Okay. You know? And, uh... But just, like, on an interpersonal level, just, like, a lot of people have found me funny, and just... My roommate, just, like, he's really into comedy, and we, like, had a lot of the same, like, podcast interests and stuff, so mm-hmm. just, like, in in a riffing sense, he was just, like, you gotta, if you haven't tried this, you gotta come and try it at least. Yeah, and, yeah. And then when I started doing it here, I just, I, as soon as I got off, I was like, that sucked, when's the next one? Yeah. <laughs> so what was your first mic? Which one? I think it was, um, it had to have... You know, it was Mad Sweet downtown on a Thursday. Oh, okay. And what's weird is that, again, like, my perception of, like, everything is still, like, catching up because my first mic there, there were, like, nine people at that mic. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. And then, so, the next week, I was just like, oh, I'll just, like, sign up and I'll, like, get a spot. And there were, like, 35 people. And like, we cut off the list. I was like, wait, uh, that's not how this goes. Like, I'm doing this for a week now. Like, but, uh. Yeah, so I think Mad Swede, and then immediately I was just at the next one. Yeah. Um, But I would definitely consider, like, where I started to be, like, the Mad Swede downtown room is, like, the one I'm most comfortable in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Well, the Mad Swede Cole Road is, the L shape is hard. Yeah, well, it is nice when, uh, like... Somebody steps up and, like, makes the comic sit in showroom. Yeah, you know, yeah. It, it, it takes somebody to tell people to do it. Because even I sit in that L all the time. Yeah, like yeah. a comfortable spot. You kind of feel like you're backstage in a sense. But right. you're not. You're, you're, you're a majority of the audience. <laughs> you, and you're talking you 10 feet from the stage. The yeah. And, uh, <laughs> so when, when they make everybody move, that really helps. But the thing is, that mic, like, two out of four of the weeks can be a really good night out of nowhere. Yeah, you know, I've yeah. never seen it all four where it's like, oh, there were people. Right. Or like, I've never seen a whole month go by where it's like, oh, there was like, Every night that was the mic that you wanted to be at this yeah. week. Like, it was just like a hot room. There were people having a good time. But uh, I, I'm excited they have the back room going again. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that that's where we record Two Minute Tuesday, mm-hmm. which you won last month. Reigning champion. <laughs> Reigning champion. <laughs> So that, I admittedly, it's like the weirdest show in town. <laughs> it's like 10 minutes long. <laughs> and then you get put up on TikTok and get like roasted. <laughs> I'm, okay, I honestly like, those comments piss me off so much. But you know what pisses me off more is that like, Nobody's been really mean to me yet because I'm just like so ready to fight, and I was like, "Come on, because let's go, somebody!" And then it's just like, uh, "Come on, man!" Like, uh, but these TikTok losers. Just, I know, man. It's great. Like, what? Where is the algorithm going to where it's getting to these guys? Like, just I know. Well, I mean, I think there are 
men who just wait to see women comedians just so they can say that are funny. (laughs) Brutal. Like, they'll never be convinced that any woman could be funny. And, like, Grant, I mean, like, I haven't put up very good stuff for Two Minute Tuesday, so I'm, whenever they say something, I'm like, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> that was not, like, I always put my video first so we get the most views. So, like, the other yeah. ones are, like, kind of more fair. Uh, <laughs> so, like, I'm, whenever they say I'm like, yeah, okay, it wasn't that funny, but. <laughs> yeah, I, TikTok makes me feel old because, like, I'm, I honestly am, like, afraid to use the app in a sense because uh <laughs> i think like the week after the last two minute tuesday okay tiktok has this stupid feature where like you could accidentally comment five emojis just by touching oh something. yeah and so i'm going through all of like the two minute tuesdays and i'm looking at another <laughs> local comic set and i accidentally send five emojis of just like a straight face and i'm like how the f- you delete this there's no delete button you can't like swipe and i'm like ian can you please help me i was like you just grandpa you just hold down and, delete. and i was just like i'm i'm not using this app without supervision i'm too old like that that was terrifying oh we're not cool enough for me to leave a comment like that <laughs> Uh, We're not see that. Yeah, no. And I was like, I might mean it, but like, I didn't mean to comment it. Like, and so I was like, I'm too scared to go. And it was just like, I just touched a button and five of them like so deliberate. It's like, oh, I know. Oh, <laughs> and it was the one with like just the flag. Yeah, no, it was just not. It, there's no uh, nuance to that one. You know what they're saying? It's like, yep. oh, yeah, I thought, yep. I thought that was I actually got a lot of those on my last video. <laughs> I, is that why it was like preloaded? Maybe so. Like, was, like, this is what everybody else saying. I was saying. horrified. <laughs> like, horrified. Like, uh, <laughs> oh my god. Ian Yersley saves the day. Yeah, no, that's why it's good to have friends that are 10 years younger. Than <laughs> it's not weird at all. It's true, that's why I keep <laughs> Haley around. <laughs> okay, oh, who are some of your comedy influences? Comedy influences. My favorite comic, hands down, is Patrice O'Neill. Oh, okay. Uh, it's hard to kind of, like, use as an influence because I don't think that that colors, like... Because what he does is just, like, so masterful. Yeah. That, like, it's just... Because there are certain things where it's just, like, okay, maybe don't say that on stage if you're not going to make a really funny point about right, it. Right, right, Like, you right. really have to earn that. And he is the epitome of, like, earning, earning every it. awful disgusting terrible thing he says it's like he earned it with whatever insight he put onto that yeah, yeah. Just like he just it's an uncomfortable thing but he nailed it like on the head and it's just yeah. like he is like and just his career just like to go out on like on top like his last elephant in the room is like to me just like one of the most perfect specials. Oh, okay. I never watched it. Good enough. Died so soon after it. Mm-hmm. Just like four months later, he was in a coma, and then that's the last thing he put out. And there's not like a second of fat on that thing. Wow. And it's so like, it's so mean. Yeah. But also just like some of the most well articulated points in saying these awful things. Yeah. It's like I'm gonna say this awful, but here's why you know I'm like. I'm right about that. Well, that's this. the thing. You can, like, there's so often the comics don't get away with stuff because they're not that funny. Yeah. So they'll say mean things. So they'll say politically incorrect things. And then the joke isn't that funny. And then they get, like, 
torn apart. No, and that's, you can be funny. <laughs> that's the thing is I don't think that there's like hardly anything off limits, but it's just like it it, it has to be with a scalpel. Yeah, like you can't just be taking swings because I do know people who are just like. Dude, I'd say anything. I'm a comedy purist. It's like, yeah, well, you're not even booked like traveling comic who's like earned that like yeah, just like yeah. artist, or you're just like some fucking dude who bombs two out of your three minutes. Yeah. Like, so it, it work on your shit before you come with like something that's so like dicey. Like, you really do have to earn that. And there's like that Parker Cron has such great jokes where it's just like, hey, he says a naughty word, but it's like it's packaged so well yeah. where it's like you know it's like that is so well written it's not like you know he's not trying to be fucking mean yeah it's like we're up there being funny and yeah he accomplishes being funny and it's yeah. just like that's that's all it is it's yeah because like, there are certain people's like no you can say what you want it's like yeah you can but like don't expect us to be like yeah dude that was gonna awesome right. <laughs> you fucking went up there and said it yeah wait way to go i know and and there's so many people who are like, I'm not going to be afraid to say that. Like, that, like it becomes old to be that person. Like, it becomes a trope to be the one who's going to, I don't know. It's, yeah, no, yeah, it's just like if that becomes your thing, if you're just like always looking. To go back to Patrice O'Neill, it's just like it doesn't feel like he's ever saying something because he feels like he needs to say it. Yeah. Or just like, and it, not to, like, there are comics, like famous comics that I really like. But I also know it's just like, this is a character. This yeah. is like, and you're a great writer. Right. But I'm also not buying this. Like, you could have sold that joke to somebody else and it would have done just as well. Yeah. There's like yeah. everything Patrice said in my opinion. It's like, that's He him. has to say He it. means yeah. that and that's him. And you know that he's not like talking from some like, this is like some hypotheticals. Like, no, this guy like acts like this and just like... It, really believes in this stuff to where it makes you like okay you got me along for this ride yeah Versus, yeah and that's not to say i don't like to watch her performance it's just like good jokes right you know because right. like I, I don't like i tell jokes like it's not like i'm speaking truth to power or i'm like this is who i really am so, no, it's just something <laughs> clever i thought of that i like to say on stage but like well which is like it gets old when you're constantly preaching at the audience and like trying to be like it this is, is what you should think uh, like it, it, you can only take so much of it you gotta crystal moore and i always talk about like giving the audience candy throughout your set yeah. so like here's something really controversial okay here's some candy yeah. <laughs> i there's organically when somebody gets like just like a little applause break for something or like it's a it's a point that's like getting to the joke or something like mm-hmm. doesn't bother me at all but just like when there are certain people's like oh you said that and then stopped for like applause because like the reason you said yes. that was for the applause yes and it's just like and it, i have three minutes and it's not to say that it's like i'm just hitting the whole time but there's no part of me that wants to use any part of that three minutes for anything other than trying to be funny. Yeah. And I fail all the time. But at no point was I trying to, like, I'll promise you right now, I will never go up there and try to make a good point just to make a good point. Right, Like, right. If, if I don't have a thing to make it funny, it's just, like, I can fucking talk about it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. If I don't have a funny, like, turn on Roe versus Wade, I'm not going to be like, not just going to like, yeah, 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 yeah. They're doing it's so hard. It's like, what are you doing? Like, you have three minutes. Be funny. Yeah. Like, that's what we're doing. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> there's this, like, 
I don't even know who it's attributed to, but it's just like somebody's talking about it's like a comedian's job is to like shine a light or a shine a mirror in the world's face oh, and blah blah uh-huh. blah. And it's like the funniest thing I've ever seen is just like a tweet is like a comedian's job is to do this and it's just Chris Farley like on an ice hockey rink just like flailing around, just like being funny. <laughs> like that's what it is. We got some naughty cats in the room. <laughs> Trying to knock stuff over. Yeah, uh, you had to take allergy medicine or else my house would kill you. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know it's, it's, uh, I found out I had cat allergies because uh, one of my brothers lived out in kind of like a more country town uh-huh. than we did, and uh, it, to the point of like broken down car in the lawn. Oh, yeah. Down. And uh, they had a barn cat that had kittens. Uh-huh. And I was maybe five years old. This is one of my earliest memories. Okay. Like, one of my earliest vivid memories. <laughs> and uh, they're going, it's like, oh, we're going to go see kittens it's like we didn't have any cats like yeah. I'd, I'd never actually met a cat i was really excited <laughs> and i remember sitting in this like lawn and having these kittens just like oh. all over me and then the next thing i remember is like literally lights going by because i was being pushed in a gurney in a hospital oh my gosh they had to take me to get an adrenaline shot because i almost died and they're like yeah no uh, your son's really allergic to cats so, uh, <laughs> don't, don't do that again it's gotten better like with age okay. like I've had roommates who have cats okay. so I just like take a fuck Clarendon every day <laughs> but uh if I don't take one I, I am around cats it's like oh, I'm in for a long day but, uh, that's rough I'm glad I'm not allergic to cats I'm sorry <laughs> cat allergies I had hay fever growing up so mm-hmm. just in general being in like farm towns always great I do like your joke about how you like disappointed your parents were because you're half Mexican no. and you have allergies. <laughs> no, that that is true. Because like, again, I grew up like in a very Hispanic area, mm-hmm. and uh, and then I went to like a private school where it's like there were a lot of white people, and like both sides were kind of like, "What's going on here?" Like, you know, like name's Joshua Price, but like you know, a little like pepper in you, and another going on here. And, uh, but, like, the Mexican kids, it's just, like, cat allergies? No. We no, knew, you're out. We, knew it, dude. we knew it. That really exposed me a lot growing up. Uh, what do you like about Boise? <laughs> Boise, you know, it's, it's cool because I just came from Montana, and, uh, I was in a small Montana town where there wasn't shit going on. Yeah. And, uh, granted, I've, like, been around, like, real cities and, like, right, you know, there's, like, right. a lot of people, but going from Montana yes. here, I was like, hey, this kind of feels like a bit of a city. Yes. And, uh, like, I'm doing comedy, like, so many nights a week and getting home so late. It was like, well, I had no reason to be getting home late in Montana. Yeah, yeah. the sports betting machine at the bar. But, uh, <laughs> that is one thing I do really miss about Montana. I'm, just the random. Um, I'm good at sports gambling and just nice. having it right there at the bar. <laughs> like, I'll be here for the next four hours betting balls and strikes <laughs> it was funny they'd like you'd win and then uh you take it to the bartender ticket and they give you cash and uh the bartenders there thought that i was always winning because they're like every time we see you like you're I'm, we're just giving you cash uh-huh. and i'm like yeah well there's a lot of times you don't see me and that's just because i lost <laughs> in my home. so it's like you, you got confirmation bias every time i'm coming up to you I'm right. money, but there's a lot of times i'm walking out that back door like i should have just left 
was up and she had to put it all what on the table. All three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I did the same thing. I lived in Texas for uh, 15 years, something like that. And then moved to a town of 26,000 people. And then moved to Boise. So Boise was like a step up. And I think if I'd come from Texas back to Boise, because I grew up here. This is where I'm from. I moved away when I was 18 and then back when I was 38. And uh, I think if I had come straight from Texas to here, I would have been like, what is this? (laughs) This isn't a city. (laughs) But like from Aberdeen to Boise, like, yeah. yeah, This is awesome. (laughs) so weird. I also like being here feel like I'm being like, cosmically punished somehow because when I was like 14 I went on a road trip with my friend's family and we went to Yellowstone from California and we went all the way up through Washington to Seattle and then we came over and we went through Idaho and we stopped at like they had a family reunion like in some buck Idaho town (laughs) but I remember being 14 and having such a horrible time the whole time I was in Idaho. I was like, it's been flat. Their license plates are famous potatoes. Also, a family can reunion. The 13-year-olds are all driving. I was like, this place is ridiculous. And for, like, a good decade, I, like, anytime somebody brought up Idaho, I was like, no, that's, like, the one place in this country that I would not go again. Like, I have zero reason to be in Idaho. And then I'm living in Montana. My buddy moves here and uh, he's like hey you should come visit when you have a week off and I was like there's some rocks here actually like, I don't know <laughs> where mind. but it was like I it was a part of like my teenage personality to hate to Idaho, hate Idaho. Was because I had driven through it one time and then now I'm from here that's how it goes it is a little disconcerting though when you move here um so many people when they find out they got here they go why did you move here and I was like are you, are you guys stuck here like yeah I, I just I got a U-Haul, you know, they, they take them out of here, too. Like, is there, like, a barrier around this place? Like, people are like, you you came to Boise? And it's like, I, where else was I supposed to go? I don't know. I wasn't doing it in Montana. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, and now it's so weird because, like, I have a joke about, like, asking the audience if they're from Boise. And, like, you never would have asked that 30 years ago. Yeah. Like. We all were from here. <laughs> and now it's like, no, I'm not from here. It's weird. It's weird. Everybody I know from here is just like, man, I can't wait to get out of here. Like, <laughs> you're, you're like 34, man. Like, <laughs> you could have done it by now. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm really glad that I... Boise State has done better in recent years. It was not a great university when I graduated high school, so <laughs> I got out of Dodge. <laughs> it is weird being somewhere with, like, college people. Like, yeah. I'm, like, not used to that. Yeah. Like, and I was like, oh, wow. I'm, yeah, these are babies. <laughs> 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 yep. It happens. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming. Yes, thank you. Josh Price, this was really fun. Oh, how can people follow you on social media? Oh, uh, I am, thank you. Ian Yearsley, Jordan Alexander, and I have a new podcast called Guys Like Us. Okay. First two episodes, I don't think we said the podcast name once. (laughs) It was like third episode that we finally introduced ourselves. Here's what Uh, it is. But you can find me everywhere. This is Josh Price on Instagram. I'm on TikTok. Please don't communicate with me there. I'm scared. Um... (laughs) 
I'm sure I will be on other social media platforms. You don't want to send people, too. you know, the straight face on TikTok anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh my god, I. They're like, like hello, and you're like. Mm. Uh, I, I honestly felt like I was gonna get in trouble. Like, just like oh, please, somebody, please help me. Like, please, please, please. I do not like. How Who do I know right the younger than me? <laughs> yeah, this is Josh Price. Um, you can see me around Boise doing every open mic. I'm actually the premier open micer named Josh in town. So yeah. really easy to find me that way. Um, let's play some games. I'll be that easy. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, I don't know. Like we, I beat you and you beat me. I think we're tied. That was like, technically that was like an app-based game. So but, that's not even considered But we never declared that they weren't. I don't think we have a single photograph of your score over mine. <laughs> But you admitted it at the beginning of the podcast. This, I don't know what kind of I audio, have audio editing software. Yeah, I just take together yeah, your no. words throughout it, the episode. I wonder, Leslie asked me for an hour of my set material. I didn't know what she was going to do, and she put together this podcast. That would be really impressive if I did that. Yeah, you, know, you got a lot of time on your hands. So again, we're tied. Um, so thank you for coming to my show. Thank you, Leslie. This has been Could Be Fun. <laughs>